Before we start this show, just a word from our sponsor. 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest that pro wrestling has had to offer. Along with their awesome line of pro wrestling apparel, they do offer many services. In the world of wrestling, there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads. Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. If you would like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever, drop them a line. Go to 20 by 20 apparel. That's the number 20 X, the number 20 apparel.com. Now let's get to the show. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bum me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yelling what it goes. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kicks, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my asses. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And on Fresh of the Word, we like to deliver wisdom through great stories from the minds of bright creatives of pop culture. Through those stories, we like to dissect the journey of our guests, present actionable lessons and advice for our listeners, no matter what career or avenue of artistry they pursue. And this is episode 122. And this week's guest is actor, podcaster, and reality television personality, Ming Chen. He co-hosts the I Sell Comics podcast with Mike Zabchik and also starred in AMC's reality series, Comic Book Men. Plus, he um, spent some time in Michigan going to U of M, University of Michigan. So we talk a lot about that. And during our conversation, we talked about our love of John Wesley Shipp, who was Flash in the movie. And anybody who knows, and you'll hear why I bring him up. His experience at last year's Astronomicon Pop Culture Convention here in Michigan, some of Ming's favorite Michigan hangouts, the difference in conventions, the Vault of Midnight comic book store, podcasting in his new podcasting studio, and the importance of comic book stores and conventions. And Ming Chen will also be a guest again at this year's Astronomicon Pop Culture Convention on February 8th through the 10th at Wyndham Garden in Sterling Heights, Michigan. And like 
we mentioned on the previous episode with uh, Katie and Mika from Paranormal Activity. We're continuing on with the contest on Instagram to give away three, yes, three pairs of general admission weekend passes to Astronomicon. So head over to the Fresh is the Word Instagram account at Instagram at Fresh is the Word podcast. And we'll be running this contest to the end of the month and we'll be picking the winners on February 2nd. And before we get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to Knox Money, Bang Belushi, and Foulmouth for the theme music for Fresh is the Word. And I also want to remind you how you can support the podcast. You can always go to freshisthepodcast.com and share any links for any of the episodes on any of your social media platforms. And also, you can subscribe to Fresh is the Word pretty much anywhere where podcasts are streamed. And that includes places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Podbean and Google Play, pretty much everywhere, Stitcher Radio, Anchor. And if you uh, leave a comment or a rating or review, that would be great, especially on Apple Podcasts. And also, you can, uh, if you want to email me any information or any comments or questions or whatnot, you can always hit me up at djkfresh at gmail.com. And also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at kfreshistheword and on Facebook at facebook.com slash kfresh. And you can follow Fresh is the Word on social media, on Twitter at Fresh is the Word, and that's Fresh is the Word with I-Z as the is, and on Instagram at Fresh is the Word Podcast, and at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fresh is the Podcast. And without further ado, let's get on to the interview with Ming Chen. So this is the the second year you're going to be at Astronomicon, and before we get into everything, um, I'm actually going to, I'm actually doing a ticket giveaway on this podcast fresh of the word for three pairs of tickets to astronomicon um pretty much all the rules are on the show notes for this podcast episode and the previous one with uh katie and mika from uh, paranormal activity but uh just to remind everybody if you go to the um, to the instagram account for fresh of the word at fresh of the word podcast then there's all the rules on there. And one of the rules is definitely to follow uh, Ming Chen on Instagram. What would people see? <laughs> yeah, what would people see on your Instagram? Uh, what do you like to put uh, on your Instagram well, account? They're going to see a lot of food. Like whenever I'm in the Detroit area, there's always a picture of, uh, of Lafayette Coney dogs. That's, that's a definite. Oh, um, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah Lafayette then, is the yeah, delicacy. Then, um, yeah, and then I travel a lot. You know, I, I go to I go to a lot of Comic Cons, so um, uh, you know, you, you see my adventures and my misadventures. So um, <laughs> there's uh, you know, from Detroit, for example, there's definitely pictures of me over at you know Nancy Whiskey and Old Miami, and uh, you know things like that. So and then um, you know at cons, every so often I bump into you know cool people that everybody else knows, uh, Mark Hamill, or uh, you know Chris Hemsworth or stuff like that. So I mean I'm not. I'm not about bragging that I met an adventurer, you know, so. Yeah, I saw a picture of you the other day. You uh, you met John Wesley Shipp. Yes. <laughs> Love that guy. Dude. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Flash, but not only the current Flash, but the old Flash from the 90s. Right. And um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond enamored that he's not only back in, you know, the current timeline, but then they bring him back in the Elseworlds storyline, and he gets to wear the old '90s costume, 
and he gets to play with Barry Allen from that the '90s era TV show. Like that's comics to me, man. That's cool. Like that's one show that's definitely getting it right. Hell yeah! And what's cool about him is that, like in real life, if you re- uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he's like super woke. He's like seems so super cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally, totally. Just a great guy, you know, and very, uh, you know, very appreciative of his fans. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure back in the '90s, he was like, "Well, you know, I got one season. It, I guess, you know, it didn't work out, and uh, you know, I'm gonna hang up the suit." And that was just part of my acting history. And lo and behold, you know, 20, 24 years later, they ask him to come back. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? Right. Reason I bring him up is that I was actually named after his character, Kelly Nelson, when he was on the soap opera Guiding Light. No way. He would love that. Have you ever, have you met him? No, but I, I tweeted, I tweeted about it one time and he uh, replied to me about it. That's all. That's so cool. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I love that. Yeah. He's a, he's a really cool guy. Just really gracious of his fans. And, um, you know, in the realm of people that you made at Comic Con, he's one of the best. So. Right. And then I just found out that his birthday was two days ago and my birthday was yesterday. Oh, wow. That's right. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't know. You might be related, man. Like, who knows? Right. I don't know, man. There's all these things coming up. We're both January Aquariuses, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. There's all these, all this stuff is like coming out, and I'm like, all right, this guy is the coolest person ever now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I mean, and that, he's just one of um, one of the examples of cool people you meet at Comic Con. So um, and you know, Astronomicon definitely falls in that category. Uh, I looked through the guest list. Uh, if there's one person, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's there. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. And, um, I'm a big W, not WWE, WWF wrestling fan. And, um, yeah, you know, if he wants to drop a, a DDT on me, that would be kind of awesome. Right, right. Yeah, I'm excited that he's going to be there. There's some cool other wrestlers that are going to be there, too, like Goldust. He's going to be in full, full Goldust regalia. Dude, it's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's just that's just awesome. <laughs> so, um, so what was your experience like last year at Astronomicon? I, I had a great experience. Um, so three day con kind of went uh, Friday to, to Sunday, and uh, I'm from the Ann Arbor, Michigan area. I went to school at U of M, and before that, I spent some time in Jackson. Um, luckily, not at the prison, but <laughs> and I hope to never be in that prison. <laughs> no. Uh, however, uh, you know, I, I spent you know I've spent a majority of my life in Michigan. So it was cool to be back at a hometown convention um, and not only just a hometown convention, but a really well-run one, a really fun one, one that had a great crowd and a great guest list and a bunch of great vendors. And it was cool because uh, since I grew up there, a lot of my friends were able to come out and uh, yeah, I was just able to return home, which was cool. Um, the Friday of the con, I know you went as well. The first night of the con, it, it poured down snow, man. I think it snowed. 15, 16 inches. Yeah. You know, I'm driving to driving to the convention center and it's, you know, it's snowing and I can barely see. And I was kind of like, who's, no one's going to show up to this. Like, well, we're like four people are going to come out, (laughs) you know, it's think that it snows, but that's life. And I walked in the door, the place was packed. Right. What I realized was that the Astronomicon and the Twisted fans are dedicated. They don't care about weather. They don't care about delays. They will drive through a blinding snowstorm to get, to where they're going and that was cool so uh, not only did, did I meet all the twisted fans but we have a uh, we have a almost 100% crossover with them and as far as uh, pop culture comic book comic book men fans 
and twisted. So I get to meet all of them and I saw their dedication and, and I, and I loved it. And I can't wait to see them again. And, uh, you know, not only that, but the Michigan pop culture fans are, are, are rabid, man. They're dedicated. And, uh, you know, cause I know cause I'm one of them and <laughs> right. it was cool to see all of them. So I had a great time. Uh, you know, Jason Muse was out and, uh, Brian O'Halloran was out. So, uh, and Brian Johnson from comic man was there. So I had a couple friends there, but, uh, you know, I got to meet a lot of cool people as well. I believe Kane was there. And Sid Haig, I believe, if not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, not only did we have a panel, but we moderated panels, and uh, people came out. They gave me, you know, I got I got bottles of Fago, <laughs> better made potato chips. It was a great weekend, man. So I can't wait to come back. Right, with Astronomicon being this, uh, it was being it was a new uh, pop culture convention last year, and it was more of an intimate setting in, in comparison to a lot of the big comic cons. Now, what do you see oh, yeah. the difference between the two? It's tough. I mean, I've been in New York and San Diego and some of the bigger cons. I mean, you're just crushed in, in a wave of people, you know, and it's not it, 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 like getting from one from point A to point B or just seeing the whole floor. You know, it takes it takes days. And I I feel I feel very rushed at those other conventions. Um, I feel, you know, like I, I go to a vendor booth and there's so many, you, you know, you're dodging people and people are getting in your way. And I don't feel like I can dig, you know. You know, we're all collectors here. I want to dig to find that one thing I'm looking for. And I, I just, it's, there's a lot of anxiety. That's, that's right. what it is. Uh, now, Astronaut is very laid back. Um, you know, you could talk to the vendors. You could be like, hey, man, I'm looking for a dragon egg from Game of Thrones. You have one. I don't see one. And, like, you know, sometimes like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got one under the table here or, you know, or it's behind this. And uh, it was cool. I, I felt like I got a chance to talk to everybody and geek out with them. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what I loved about it. And not only the vendors and some of the people who you know, are at the vendor and artist alley tables, but the guests as well. You're going to have a chance to hang out, like actually have an experience with them. And that you won't, you know, these other big box cons, you're, you know, you're a number. You're, you know, your wallet, basically. You know, that you're there. They give you your autograph, maybe a handshake, and then pay, move along. And you don't really get time to have an experience with them. And I don't really get the point if that's the case. So, but not astronomical. You'll get a chance to hang out with all the guests there, which right. is great, including me. Come, come. If you want to talk 20 minutes about Funko pop figures and, um, you know, and, and tweeter head statues and gentle giant <laughs> and sideshow, like I'm, I'm a, just as big a fan as you are. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I welcome that. I want to talk. I want to talk about this stuff with you. Yeah. That's the cool thing about Astronomicon is if, if let's just say you don't, you can't afford to buy the photo op or the autograph or whatever, like everyone's yeah. around so you can chat with them and just meet them and be like, Hey, what's up? I'm just a big fan of yours. Yep. That's something that you can't get at the big, uh, the, at the big, uh, um, conventions. Cause everybody's kind of, Oh yeah. Forget about, you know, listen, I mean, you know, I know it's partially a business, but you know, when I was going to cons, it was about meeting, uh, you know, the creators, your favorite comic book, or, you know, occasionally you get to meet, someone from your past, you know, past TV or movie, movie. And, and, you know, I know they got, you know, I make the money selling autographs and, uh, but you know, me, myself, like I never want to force anyone to buy a photo or an autograph. Like if you get one, I want that to be a treasured item and you know, if you can't afford it or maybe you don't, you just plain don't want one, but you want to talk. I, I got no problem with that. That's cool. Yeah. And also when I'm at, at any of these, uh, conventions, 
I do hang out in the artist alley part of it mostly. That's just where oh, yeah. I like to go. And when I talk to a lot more of the of the people that I've gone, I've uh, I've become friends with, a lot of them like the smaller uh, conventions. They they have a lot oh, more yeah. uh, success at those because at the bigger conventions, they're kind of almost they're away from the traffic almost. That's where they're placed. But if you go to like an Astronomicon, like they're easily accessible and people can see these these uh these smaller these independent creators oh yeah for sure and it's it's cool um you know i always say uh you know uh, if you're a fan of the show comic book man for instance uh most a lot of people can't make it to new jersey to our comic book stores so i so i come to i come to you man i come to you and i just have the added bonus of uh i'm from michigan so you know i I feel your pain of being stuck on traffic on 94. And, uh, you know, I eat, I eat Coney dogs and, and, you know, I drink Verner's like you guys do, you know, like I feel, <laughs> right. I feel, you know, we're all kind of in the, from the same family that, you know, the Michigan pop culture fan is, is very unique, is very cool. And, uh, you know, we, I, I feel we grew up with a different experience than everybody else. Right. I can relate to you. Oh, definitely. When you're at these sort of, uh, at these uh, pop culture conventions like Astronomicon, what are the things that you're talking to with people the most? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a mix. Um, some people are, you know, obviously fans of the TV show, which is great. Uh, I loved being on the show. I love that people actually watched it, which is cool. So, you know, they'll have a they'll have a memory from a specific episode that they want me to expand on, or they have a question about an item that came in the shop, or. Uh, and then the other the other part is uh, people who are Kevin Smith fans. Um, you know, they want to know. Uh, I've worked with Kevin for many years. They want to know what he's really like, what it's like uh, hanging out with him. They have questions. Um, I, I have intimate knowledge about pretty much all the movies he's he's worked on, and uh, so they have questions about that. So that's that's pretty much. And then the other half is just people who love talking about pop culture and comics. That um, maybe uh, at home they don't have friends who are into the same stuff they are. And they're just starved to talk about, uh, you know, like a Game of Thrones or a specific comic book storyline. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there for that as well. I'm, I'm there kind of as an outlet. And uh, I love the same stuff that you guys do. So uh, I will be just as much of a hardcore geek as you guys are. Are you doing any panels at Astronomicon? Uh, I haven't gotten the schedule yet, but we're, we're always on a panel. I imagine me and Mike Zapsick will have a panel for sure. So uh, I... Um, I don't know when that is currently. I think they're still arranging the schedule, but it, it uh, I imagine it'll be on, on Saturday or Sunday. Word. Uh, what are you doing these days outside of, um, you know, doing the convention circuits? So I'm, I'm at the convention. Uh, I pop in the store every so often, but uh, me and Mike Tapsic just partnered on a new venture. Uh, as you know, we love podcasting. Uh, we're seeing podcasting on Comic Book Men. Uh, we've been podcasting on Kevin Smith's network for about nine years now. And uh, we followed in the footsteps of Kevin, who is a podcast pioneer. And, uh, you know, while we were going to conventions or at the store, people were constantly coming up to us saying, hey, man, I, I love your, your podcast. I love Kevin's podcast. I want to start my own. Like, how do I do it? And we would give them a little quick 10-minute lesson. But what we always wanted to do is open up a whole recording studio just for podcasting. Yeah. And uh, about a year ago, that's what we did. Uh, we opened up a place called a Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Um, we, uh, we, we grabbed some studio space that's right down the street from the store, and uh, we help businesses and individuals and pop culture fans start their own podcast, and it's been going pretty well so far. What kind of tools and what kind of knowledge do you give to these people that want to start their own podcasts? 
Well, you know, most people don't, uh, you know, the, the, quest, the question I would get is, that, you know, what kind of gear do I need? Uh, what kind of technical knowledge do I need? Um, you know, what, what kind of, they were, you know, it's a, it's a lot of moving pieces. And uh, if you're podcasting, the only thing you really want to deal with is talking, you know, either talking to guests, talking about uh, a specific subject, talking about your business, talking about your passions. You don't want to deal with buying a specific microphone or right. buying mixing boards. We take care of all that for you. So, um, so what we love people to do is just come in and, uh, and, and podcast. We want them to come in and, you know, if uh, they want to start a Star Wars podcast, then talk about Star Wars. If they want to talk about the music industry, if they want to talk about partying, if you know, they want to talk about food, whatever, um, that's all we want them to worry about. So, uh, you, know, we, you know, we have everything here. We have the best gear here. We have amazing microphones. Uh, some of the microphones we have here were used on the set of Comic Book Men. So it's cool. Our environment is very pop culture oriented. It's, uh, you know, all the, all the stuff I've collected from conventions is all up on the wall now. All the, you know, <laughs> lightsabers, uh, pictures with Stan Lee, like all that is up on the wall. So it's a very, very comfortable environment. Right. Between, you know, between that, working uh, at your shop, all the years, uh, Comic Book Men, or even being a part of uh, Kevin Smith's uh, uh, Smodcast Network, you know, what, you know, all these tools, all these podcast tools that you're uh, seeing, you know, what sort of positivity does that bring to the culture when you have certain small parts of the culture that can be very negative, bullying, whatnot towards the fans of the culture? What sort of positivity do you want to bring to it all? I am, um, you know, I, I think we've encouraged it. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, you, you bring up the word bullying. Um, you know, when I was little, you know, comic books and like, even liking Star Wars was not cool. If you, if you were known as a comic book fan, if you liked sci-fi in school, like people would taunt you. Um, I never got beat up over it, but I, I met people who have, you know, they were constantly being harassed for liking comic books. And uh, it, it, back, you know, not that long ago, you were told if you like comic books, if you liked Marvel, you, you weren't cool. Like people, people didn't think you were cool. Uh, they didn't want to talk to you. You know, they, you were an outcast. And um, it's funny that, you know, not, you know, five, 10 years later, uh, the Marvel universe is cool. Everyone loves the Avengers. The, the word, you know, Avengers Endgame is on everybody's lips. Everybody's wearing a Star Wars something or other T-shirt <laughs> right. or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think it's very encouraging. But, you know, if I had any words for anybody out there, for any kids or whatever, um, don't let people dissuade you from what you from doing what you love. Um, just because, uh, you know, if, if, even if everybody says, oh, man, liking that is not cool, you shouldn't do it. You, you, sh you should be like, that's crap, man. This is cool. I think it's cool, and I'm going to keep doing it. And you know, I, as an example, you know, it worked out for me. I never lo lo lost my love of pop culture and James Cameron movies and The Terminator. And you know, lo and behold, I wound up on a TV show for seven seasons talking about aliens <laughs> and Marvel movies. And you know, if you keep doing what you love, uh, you know, good things tend to happen. So, and uh, and you know, there people are wrong, man. Even if they're you know, whatever they're telling you is not cool. It is definitely cool because you like it. Um, I, I love it. The one question I usually get now is, uh, hey, you know, I, I know you love comic books and Superman and stuff in the past. Um, what's, it like, what's, it like that, what's it like that comic books and stuff like that are cool now? And I'm like, what do you mean they're cool now? They were always cool. Like, I always knew they were cool. I never wavered. You guys were the ones that were behind. You know, you guys were the ones that, that, that didn't see it. So we were the ones that were always right and, you know, we're the winners here. So that's what I, that's what I tell people.
How do you feel like these cultures, these pop culture cultures uh, with, um, you know, comic books, movies and whatnot, how do you feel like they bring people together? Oh, I, I mean, by far, I mean, you look at the Comic-Cons, uh, you know, New York Comic-Con, 200,000 people. Uh, San Diego, you know, 150,000 people. Even, you know, smaller cons, even if you get, you know, two, three, 500 people in a weekend, those are fans that are, are able to gather. And, uh, you know, I always go to a con and I always come up, I always make new friends. And then if I come back to a con like Astronomicon, I'm going to see friends that I made last year. So they definitely bring people together. Uh, you know, if there's one thing a pop culture a comic book fan has, it's an opinion. And um, I love arguing opinions. I love arguing storylines. Uh, in the past, I didn't really have anyone to argue with. But now, on any given weekend, I, get, I can go, go to a Comic-Con and meet, you know, tens of thousands of people who read that same storyline I did. Yeah. And I have someone to talk to. And that brings us together. And, you know, we can go and have a beer and talk about, uh, you know, what we think Stranger Things 3 is going to be about. <laughs> or we can talk about flux capacitors, like, all night long. And, uh, I mean, it definitely, it's definitely bringing people together. And I love it. And, you know, they, uh, you know there's, a, there's some people who go to cons, you know, they may be socially awkward, but they'll meet like-minded people right. and open up right away. You know, the, the, the conventions, um, events, things like this are, you know, bringing people out of, their, out of their bedrooms, out of their houses, and meeting other like-minded people that they feel comfortable with hanging out with. And uh, there's nothing wrong with making a new friend. It's always a good experience. How important do you feel like, and this is somebody who, you know, has their own shop, that the, the what's the importance of the comic book store? I Again, that's also a gathering place as well. And, you know, these days, if you look at statistics, there aren't a lot of comic book news stores being opened. It's a tough business right now, especially with all the distractions out there. And even though the movies are cool and people are going in looking yeah. for origin stories and reading books, Opening up a store is a tough business. It's, uh, it, it's, you know, print, selling print, anything print right now is a tough business. So, uh, you know, a lot of stores have to go the extra mile to get people in. Uh, a lot of hope all, um, after hours events, uh, there are events like new comic, uh, free comic book day, uh, new comic stand every Wednesday is pretty cool. So it is it's important to have a, a, a gathering place, uh, whether it be every Wednesday or whenever you can go get your books. Uh, I always love going into the stores because I, I love the people who ran them. Um, right. I knew that they had a passion for comic books. I knew that they put their heart and soul and, you know, many times all of their life savings into opening the store because they loved it. And I've loved going in because I knew I had someone to talk, talk to about, uh, you know, uh, movie storylines or movie news that I just heard. And then I'd be, you know, you know hey, guys, uh, new books. I'm like, what's good? What, what did you guys read this week? Why should I be reading this? Um, you know, it's kind of like having a, uh, uh, it was like a, uh, a comic book version of Cheers, really. It's kind of <laughs> like, that's how I think of every comic book store, where, you know, they definitely knew my name. Right. Um, and they knew who I was because I came in every week. And uh, I would see regulars there. And I knew that I could, you know, they, and they would let me hang out there for hours if I wanted to. And, and uh, you know, talk about my passions. Right. And that's, and that's how I feel like they're, um, that's how I feel at the, have you ever been to the Vaults of Midnight uh, comic book store? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I started, uh, I started going to Vaults of Midnight when they first opened in 1996. Yeah. In the, in the, uh, in the first floor of a, of a, 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 you know, this brown house on Ashley Street in Ann Arbor when it looked like it was about to fall down. <laughs> and uh, I met Curtis and Steve, the two guys who ran it. Yeah. And uh, I saw those guys run it with so much passion 
and love. And I know, I know they poured their life savings into that. And to see them come from that to where they are now at the Eisner Award winning store with three locations around Michigan um, and just, uh, you know, and one of the best, not only best comic book stores, but best back issue store and best gaming store. Um, and, you know, they're one of the guys where you can go in and, and hang out for hours with them. Right. And they'll, in, they'll indulge you in whatever passion that you're, you're affiliated with. That, 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 that's cool. I mean, they, they, uh, uh, and Steve Voldemort definitely had a big influence on me growing up in the Ann Arbor area. And, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be on Comic Book Man if it wasn't for them. Right. And I love that they have a uh, Detroit location because yeah. Detroit never had a location in the city. And one of the cool right. things about it was I remember um, probably within the past six months, I was uh, I was in at the Detroit location of Ultimate Midnight. And there's a whole group of like maybe five or six uh uh, black kids, maybe early twenties, and they were having this conversation yeah. about the evolution of realizing that they loved comic books and not wanting to talk about it, to realizing that everybody else in the hood loved comic books also. <laughs> oh yeah, it's you know it's it's a universal love, and uh, you know like we, we said before, yeah, it definitely brings people together, and um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I I think you know the world would be better be a better place if everyone uh, just read a couple comic books every week. Right. It was just funny that they were like, he's like, yeah, I like all these comic books, but I, I'm not trying to tell anybody because they might laugh at me. But then they realized right. everybody else that they knew were doing the same thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it was, it was a cool thing to see that like how how these comic book stores, especially where they're placed too in the areas can definitely bring people together. So what's, uh, so what's next for you? Is there anything else besides the podcasting platform that you're going to be working on or being featured on? Um, I, I mean, I'm mean, just going to go to cons this year. Uh, I, all my times have been pouring into this podcast studio. So, uh, you know, our, our goal is to open up podcast studios, uh, around the country, the world even. And, uh, yeah, I think every, I, I want everyone to start a podcast. So, um, you know, hopefully I can reach that goal, uh, you know, within the next few years. And if they want a podcast, uh, I want them to come to a shared universe. Right. Definitely. What, you know, what is it about the podcasting platform that you like the most and that you feel like, you know, I love about it. I, you know, I grew up listening to, you know, Howard Stern and guys like that. And, um, I, I, uh, you know, so I was definitely influenced by them, but, I, uh, I I always felt that radio, even Howard Stern radio, he couldn't say whatever he wanted. There would always, even though you know he was supposedly shocking, he had rules. There are things he couldn't say. There are things he couldn't couldn't say. And what I love about podcasting is you can say whatever you want. You can record whenever you want. You control every aspect of that. You have complete freedom, and uh, that's that's what I love about it. That you know you can have your own show. You don't need to be on a radio station. You don't need to audition for. Radio saying you don't need to go to school. All you need to have is a, an opinion and a voice. And uh, I think, I think it's gonna catch on where people are gonna realize this, and, and they're gonna be like, "Well, this is gonna be this is cool." Right. What um, if there was any sort of like nugget of knowledge from your life or career that anybody listening to this interview uh, could sort of project in their own life, whether they are in the same artistry or industry that, that you're in, you know, what would that be? Oh uh, yeah. You know, I think I mentioned it before, just keep, just do what you love, man, because life is short. And uh, you know, if you, 
if you want to if you want to play video games, great, play video games, uh, Twitch stream it, and uh, you know make money that way. If uh, if you love podcasting, start a podcast. If you if you uh, you know you want to start a YouTube channel, start the YouTube channel. Um, if you want to go to comic cons and collect books and you know maybe flip them on eBay, and make money that way. You know do what you love. Find you know find a way to make money at it. But do what you love because uh, you know life is short, and you don't want to be toiling away either doing something that someone says you're supposed to be doing or toiling away at something because you don't think you can get out of it. Uh, you know, try to spend some time in your day doing something you love um, because life is so short and you can't waste a second of it. In, these days in just the whole comic book world, is there any, you know, titles or authors or, or, or artists that you uh, are pretty much a fan of that you could recommend oh, for yeah. anybody? I mean, you know, uh, you know, guys like guys like Jim Lee and Greg Capullo or, you know, two of my top and then writer writer wise uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Snyder and Tom King are also some of my favorites but uh, I mean there's so many and you know not even mainstream ones but if you go to cons you'll see some of the support the indie creators man because they they uh, they're kind of like the podcasters of the comic book world they make books that they want to make from their heart and uh, they get to they kind of do whatever they want and as a result a lot of them are, are incredible Oh yeah, that's my favorite part of going to, like I said earlier, going to uh, comic book conventions, is meeting the the indie comic book creator and artist Alley. Yeah. And I've read so many like great books because of just meeting people at uh, at these comic book conventions. And I and, they, and they're all and most of them are always like cool to talk with, and they'll give you and they'll yeah. give you the little spiel about everything going on in their comic book universe. Right. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, so definitely support the independent artists. Cool. Um, and creators. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, before um, before we get out uh, of here uh, for this interview, is there anything, any last uh, thoughts you want to, you know, say to the listeners about yourself or even Astronomicon coming up? Uh, I mean, if you're anywhere near the Sterling Heights area, definitely go to Astronomicon uh, February 8th to the 10th. It is one of the most fun conventions I've ever been to, and uh, yeah, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm from the area. But <laughs> if you're if you're also from the area, uh, you know, one, you're gonna have a great time. Uh, like I almost guarantee it. Definitely come and say hello to me and Mike Zapsick, and uh, and 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 yeah, you know, keep reading books, man. Keep loving, you know, whatever Netflix series you're addicted to. Keep rewatching those movies that you love, and uh, you know, they, uh, pop culture is awesome, man. You know, we're getting more Star Wars, we're getting more Game of Thrones, we're getting all the cool stuff now and uh you know watch it love it and treasure it great it's been great talking with you ming and where can people yeah, go can online to uh to get more information about you uh, I, i'm all over uh, social media my, uh you know instagram facebook twitter uh just go to ming chen 37 m-i-n-g-c-h-e-n 37 and uh yeah come visit the store man in jersey come on over great and remember we're uh, still giving away Three pairs of tickets to the Astronomicon Pop Culture Event in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Just go to freshofthepodcast.com, and there will be uh, uh, instructions on the show notes for this episode. And you can also go to the Fresh of the Word Podcast Instagram uh, page at Fresh of the Word Podcast. So, Ming, it's been great talking with you, and uh, have a good time. And Thank I'll you, definitely see you at, uh, at uh, Astronomicon. I will see you there. All right, later. So that was my interview with Ming Chen. 
it was great to talk with them. Definitely excited for Astronomicon coming up in a couple of weeks at, on February 8th through the 10th at Wyndham Garden in Sterling Heights, Michigan. And you can uh, always go to astronomicon.com for more, for more information and ticket information um, for that event. And also you can always go to the the show notes for this episode at freshofthepodcast.com for links where to follow Ming Chen or any of the Astronomicon uh, social media accounts. And just to remind you, we're still running this contest on the Fresh of the Word podcast Instagram at Fresh of the Word podcast for three pairs of general admission weekend passes to Astronomicon. So go over there, read the read the rules, and enter as many times as you want, pretty much. So that's another interview, another episode, another awesome talk with an awesome guest in the books. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.